Hello folks, this is Isaac Richard. You uh, probably remember me if you guys watched or listened, I guess this is a podcast, to uh, Carmen County today. But today we're just starting up a new podcast. It's called Rural Wyoming. And uh, we're just going to be talking about all about Wyoming, all about Wyoming's government. Uh, so stay tuned. It's a great podcast just to listen to where you're going to work, wherever you work, whether you're in the tractor. I know a lot of people... Listen to stuff on the tractor radios, baseball games, everything like that. But uh, you know, you can listen to me in the in the tractor too. You know, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe you should. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Anyways, so uh, yeah, enjoy. We're just gonna be talking the Wyoming's news in a funny way, not not uh, that not not that way. We're gonna talk about it in a funny way. Okay, okay, let's do it. Alright, so rural Wyoming. Yes, Wyoming is very rural, if you didn't know. It's, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's rural. Uh, least populated state in the United States. Is that a good thing? Yes, that is a good thing. In the highest amount of good things, really. It's a great thing that we're just here. A lot of wide open spaces across the whole state of Wyoming. And you probably know this, whether you're working with cattle, whether you're, you know, if you just live in Wyoming, you know what I'm talking about. I'm Isaac Richard. Let's get into the first podcast of today. Okay, our first article, article of news, uh, today is about the Republican Senate debates and the Democratic Senate debate. More more on that in a second here. (laughs) But but first, go ahead, follow us here on the podcast. Uh, We will be uploading podcasts every other day, so uh, actually Friday and Saturdays, are consecutives, so to start Monday, Wednesday, and then Friday and Saturday are consecutives. So yeah. So anyways, today is a Saturday. Uh, when this is going to be uploaded, but um. So yeah. So this all happened today. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be doing that today's Saturday. So uh, Monday. Th- yes. Why do I do it on consecutives? Because uh, I feel like a lot of people actually listen to stuff on the weekends. So, uh, a little bit of entertainment there for you guys on the weekends. All right. Republican Senate debates. Yes, they happened. Social distance, but they happened at Sheridan College. Let's listen to a little bit. Thank you to, uh, PBS Wyoming. The very great people down PBS Wyoming. This is who are we going to be using the audio from today? So, go check them out on YouTube or wherever you want to. Uh, some... I get them sometimes on my TV station, but, uh, a lot of people actually don't. Uh, Colorado PBS, which, uh, yeah, isn't the best, uh, if you didn't know, it's not the best in the world, but, um, anyways, continue on, the candidates for tonight's debates, <clears throat> I mean, should I say, this happened on July 21st, and there was, uh, Cynthia Loomis and Michael Kamer and a whole bunch of people, let's just let, um, PBS tell you, alright, folks, let's let Christian, <clears throat> Christian, dang, dang it, how do I say that, Christian? I don't know. It's spelled with a K, I think. It's a woman. So I think it's spelled with a K. Okay. Get it? Okay. Okay, never mind. Let's let her introduce the candidates. Kristen? Nine of the ten candidates on the Republican ticket for U.S. Senate are with... Okay, folks. Who was the one who missed out on this opportunity to be a debate? I did the research because I always do my research. 
And, um, and so, yeah, what I found out, his name is Devon Cade. Anybody know him? Anybody? Anybody? Yo, when you look him up on, when you actually look up, when you look up Republican, uh, Senate primaries in Wyoming, everybody doesn't have a link. Like, when you go onto Wikipedia, there's a link to the accounts that's in blue, and you click on it, you can see their actual page. All of the candidates on the Republican Party do not have a link, except Cynthia Womez. You know, that's kind of telling you something there, but... Anyway, yes, uh, Devon Cade was the uh, person who was not in the, um, he was not in the, uh, presence of tonight's debate. Well, three nights ago, a debate, technically four nights ago, I guess. <sighs> anyway, let's get to the point. This evening, and with the assistance from the Wyoming League of Women Voters, who conducted a random draw for us, we've split the candidates into two one-hour debates. Our first debate will include... Yes, that, that was the interesting part. They split it up. Because there was, let's see, um, one, two, three, four, five, five in the first debate, and four in the next debate, which they split them up, um, I guess maybe for social distancing, or for, there was just too many people on stage, I don't know, continue on, here is your candidates for tonight, Christian, Cynthia Lemus, Michael Kemmler, Donna Rice, Brian Miller, and Joshua Wheeler. The second. That was the first one. That was the first debate. For, yeah, that's the first debate, yeah. Debate, which will begin in about one hour, will include, or is expected to include, John Holtz, Robert Armstrong, Robert Short, and Star Roselli. Alright. You may not under, You might not remember any of these names. I mean, you, you may not, obviously, you know Cynthia Womez, but uh, a lot of these guys were actually people who would never deal with him, uh, Politics such as uh, Donna Rice. Or I, I thought the most interesting candidate from tonight's debate was a woman named uh, Donna Rice, who had perceivably not been in politics, involved in politics that much. So I thought that was uh, that was incredible and also cool. Um, but yeah, let's just see what she had to say. Hi, I'm Donna Rice. I'm running for U.S. Senate. I am a fourth-generation Wyomingite. I am an attorney, a mom, a grandmother. I am not a politician. I feel like... Boom! I did my research. We're in a time where we need to um, break away somewhat from our professional politicians. There are a few in D.C. Speak it. ...that need to go home this term. <laughs> and so I'd like to be a strong advocate for small business in Wyoming and around the country. I believe that is absolutely key to our COVID recovery. I am experienced in small business, love it, and full of probably more ideas than I will ever live to, um, to create in this life. Alright, that's Donna Rice for you, the uh, Republican who's running for Senate, who I think is a great candidate. But also another candidate uh, here, there's a ton of candidates, ten, uh, not ten all in over, but Devin K decided not to go. Anyways, um... I'm probably saying all these people's names wrong, and I'm sorry, okay? Anyways, um, this person right here, Joshua Wheeler, may remind you of someone, uh, that you may actually know here in Carbon County, who has a name for himself. Alright, folks, this is, um, this is Joshua Wheeler, and uh, he reminds me of, of a person named Joey Corrente IV, 
who I've met, and he's a good guy. I like him. But, uh, yes, this guy, he may remind you of him. And uh, one of my taglines that I've been using since December of uh, 2018 is a combat veteran fighting for the people. Does that, does that ring a bell? <laughs> does that ring a bell? Okay, go go read. Yeah, anyways. What do I feel makes me qualified for this position? Yes, what do you feel? Whether it's leading a business or taking orders as a soldier, as an enlisted man. It's important to be able to understand and think outside the box. And that's something that I feel that is extremely lacking in D.C. right now is the ability to think outside the box and communicate. All right, so that was uh, that was Joshua Weaver. There were other candidates, such as obviously Michael Kamler, Ryan Miller, but um, Cynthia Woman is. But let's take into a little bit of what happened in this whole debate. And now we're getting on to the APM. We only have, we're only, we're only going to go perceivably 20 minutes, but I can go longer if I want. But I'm shooting for 20 minutes per episode. So, yeah, let's continue on. All right, so these are some of the questions in the 7 p.m. debate. This from Bob Beck to Michael Kemmler. Mr. Kemmler, welcome this evening. The nation's health care system continues to be stressed, of course, due to COVID-19. There are a number of solutions being proposed in order to give people more access to health insurance and health care. What's your solution? We have okay, but I just want to say before he before we before he talks, Michael, uh, perceivably is like he looks like he's seventy five years old. He has his arm in a swing, so yeah, he um. Yeah, distant, distant, distant. He's just, but uh, you know what? People have done it before. People who have been old haven't done it before, and I think that uh, yeah, he's got his arm in a sling. Okay, that's that's kind of like uh, eye catching. But of course, sometime I had an arm in my sling when I was younger. Because of COVID nineteen, we've seen how an employer based insurance plan will fail to meet the needs of the people at a time when the economy falls and people become unemployed. So that was the, my mic. Wow, I'm still not getting used to this whole mic thing, but, um, uh, yeah, so that was, um, Michael Kimmler? Hopefully I'm saying that right. If I'm not, don't attack me. Yeah, I was getting to the APM debate. There were some interesting people in this debate, perceivably one which you're about to see. So, anyways, let's get into it. So, this is from the 8 p.m. debate. Nine of the ten candidates on the Republican... Gosh darn it! <sighs> Why couldn't Devon just show up? Okay, so we could have a full ten on ten. Okay, five in each quarter, okay? Come on, Devon. I'm gonna need to interview Devon and ask him about why he didn't show, show up, but... Okay, continue on. Here are the candidates. There are only four in this round. There were five in the last round. There's only four in this one. So, yeah, let's go ahead. Looking to get for U.S. Senate are with us tonight. And with the assistance of the Wyoming League of Women Voters, who conducted a random draw for us, we split the candidates into two one-hour debates. This, our second debate, um, will include John Holtz, Robert Armstrong, Robert Short, and Star Roselli. Okay. Okay. Right now, well, if you're driving, don't do it, but 
Look up a picture of Star Roselli. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Voters, I want to also tell our listeners and our viewers that we will host and broadcast a Democratic U.S. Senate. Oh, <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, I wanted you all to hear this. Okay, yes. I remember now. Okay. Debate. That'll be on Thursday, and we will be in Riverton. Thank you, Bob. Just a reminder that all of the questions have been, been pulled from comments we've received from the viewers of Wyoming PBS. The Never mind. All right. Let's get into what uh, they asked Star Roselli this question, uh, who Star Roselli is. But when you go to Star Roselli and when her tag shows up, it says Scottsdale, Arizona. Like, all of the other people says, where me, Casper, Living, uh, Riverton, Sheridan, Cheyenne. And hers just randomly says, out of the blue, Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm having Liz Cheney flashbacks. Okay? Actually, it isn't a flashback, okay? I'm... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, continue on. Um, yeah. Let's, go, uh, let's see what Star Roselli had to say. Alright, this is Star Roselli, who is an interesting, insta in interesting, interesting candidate. Well, let's go ahead, take a listen. Thank you. Ms. Roselli? Hi, and good evening. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord, yes. That's a, I'm a Christian. Yes, praise the Lord. Let's see what else she has to say. Again, Christians with a Pentecostal background that will be speaking to you tonight. My most that was very specific, uh, but but yes, she she's she's probably right. But maybe maybe Devon is. You never know. Maybe that's where you need to pull it up. He didn't want to, have to go against another one. I don't know. You never know. Important thing to me is for the citizenry of Wyoming to have a better lifestyle. Their standard of living has dropped over the years, and that's my number one concern. Some of the ways I would find a way to make this happen, I've been in contact with a helicopter company that would be willing to move to Wyoming if conditions were right. If, I if conditions are right. Is she saying that, like, we need to stop Wyoming? Wyoming weather? Okay. Limited rain, hot summer days, terrible snowy days. That's... You can't change the conditions. Maybe she's meaning a different type of conditions. I don't know. But that's just the way I took it the first time. But let's continue. I was senator. I would make legislation and I would have the proper permitting and the proper tax laws so that they would be able to come be with us and that would bring thousands of jobs. Uh-oh. Did she just say something about taxes? I've also sp spoken to a small gun manufacturing company of small arms. Wyoming is... Yeah, man. All right, yes, guns, yes. We need we need a lot more gun manufacturers. I'm not going to lie. That is true. Um, That's actually true. Listen, I can't vote in this election. If you can't tell by my voice, I'm not quite 18. I'm close, but I'm not 18. So I'm not going to be voting. So I'm just letting you guys hear because presumably you're going to be adults listening to this unless you're a kid. If you're a kid, what's up? What's up? But um. uh but yeah, overall, 
I'm just telling you what's up so you guys can decide who you're going to vote for. But at the end, when the election comes up, I would tell you guys who I would vote for on August 18th, I think is the uh, election day. But anyways, continue on. And it's a free state. And I think a gun manufacturing um, company would be perfect here, as well as the Prime Act. I am 100% for the Prime Act, and I can talk about that after. Thank you. Prime Act. Cool. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so that's Star Roselli for you folks. One of the more interesting candidates from Scottsdale, Arizona. But, um, but yeah, we need, to, we need to go. We only got... Four and a half, three and a half more minutes left. We gotta go to the Democrat debate because it is very, very fun. Okay, um, so when you go to, if you're on YouTube, I'm on YouTube now on my computer. Um, I'm on YouTube right now on my computer, <clears throat> and when you see the Wyoming, uh, Wyoming PBS, the Wyoming U.S. Republican primary debate has. 73 likes, 72 likes, 8 dislikes at the moment I'm filming this, which is uh, July 24th at about 8.18 p.m. July 24th, not July 4th, July 24th, okay? And, um... Yeah, and this one, who was uploaded just a day ago, has 25 likes, so that's good, that's good. And you know how many dislikes? 21. Over half. So, uh, kind of destroyed you. All right, we got to go. We got to go. Let's go. All right, so they're announcing it now, these Democratic candidates. All six candidates on the Democratic ticket for U.S. Senate are with us this evening. All right, all six of them. Good. Great. All the candidates have been briefed in advance on the ground rules for tonight's debate, and the order that the candidates will take questions was chosen by the woman with the audience. listeners and our viewers know that there will be no U.S. Republican. Oh, yes, I want to tell you We question the Democratic candidates for Wyoming's lone U.S. House seat. And also, we want our listeners and our viewers to know that there will be no U.S. Republican primary debate this year. Uh, Representative Liz Cheney accepted our invitation. However, uh, others uh, were not able to come. Blake Stanley, her opponent, has declined our invitation. Come on, Blake. That would have been fun to see you debate Liz Cheney. That'd be fun. i like to see it. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. We only have a minute and a half left. All right, let's go. Alright, so apparently I'm not going to announce the candidates here because <laughs> it's no use anyways. I'm just kidding. But, um, uh, Mir Mirav Beth Ben David, who, what, who, and, uh, Kenneth Cat, you know what? We're going to go past 20 minutes today. It doesn't matter. James DeBrine, Miana Lugwig, Nathan Wendit, and Rex Wild. Nathan Wendit has a, he looks kind of like Beto O'Rourke. Okay. But, yeah, continuing on. What is the most important issue where you feel you can make a difference for Wyoming in 2021? All right, this is Murav Beth Ben David, who uh, I think is this is this Murav? Murav? Thank you very much. Yes, this is Murav. All right, <laughs> let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's listen to Murav Ben David. All right. We would like you to answer the question first. In your view, what is the most important issue where you feel you can make a difference for Wyoming in 2021? Thank you very much for inviting and organizing the debate. I'm honored to be here. I'm running for the U.S. Senate because I see the young people of Wyoming, my own students, living forced to leave the state to look for jobs elsewhere. 
I also see a lot of workers in uh, various sectors of our economy that are being laid off without any safety nets and without alternatives. Uh, I think the, the reason why we are here is because uh, politicians have been putting ideology... Why are we here? Why are we here? I don't know why we're here sometime, mate. Oh, mate, oh, mate. Why did I change to an Australian accent? She doesn't have an Australian accent. Oh, no, is that... Is that like a... I don't know what type of accent that is. If you guys have this type of accent, tell me in the podcast or, uh, you know, do anything you want, I guess. Let's meet some of the other candidates today, folks. Alright, this is Mr. D- Nathan Wendit, who I believe he resembles just a little bit to better work. But, continuing on. So any moment now... My wife is due to give birth to our second child. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hopefully you have a better excuse than um uh, Devin K did because he didn't really give an excuse, now did he? So yeah, you better have an excuse for uh, pulling up. And if your wife's having a baby and you're in a Democrat debate that, I'm just going to say it's not really going to matter, okay? I think Wyoming is pretty set on electing a Republican. But, but, you never know. Democrats could pull up and upset. <laughs> okay, um, you never know. So, um, you never know. A son. And, uh, so, honey, I know that you're watching and just hold on. Whatever you do, I definitely don't want to miss the birth of our child, our son. <laughs> uh, we also have a two year old daughter. And I'm really worried about the future of our country, the future of our state, all of the political divides, the lack of solutions uh the all of the infighting um the, the the money in politics somebody needs to step forward and that's the sort of leader that i want to be i want to be a new sort of leader with new ideas somebody who understands wyoming and is projecting them forward into what we can do okay it's from jackson hmm together as a state i'm in it independent-minded thinker. I don't believe in... He's a stinking independent, boys. Get him off the stage. Following one party or the other, just sort of d- determining, you know, what one side thinks is best versus the other. What's the right solution? My approach is, where are the good jobs going to come from? How can we reduce the cost of health care? And how can we fight for workers? Things like double the pay for public school teachers. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so... I live with an older lady... Uh, my grandmother, who I love dearly. I'm just gonna say, when that sound goes off, it sounds just like when she's turning on her CPAP thing or whatever. It sounds just like that. Maybe they meant to do that. I don't know. It just sounds exactly like it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let's go on to the next, uh, next person here. Last person here for the Democratic debate. Alright, let's do Mayanna Lugwig. We'll see. If she has an accent or not. Let's see. So my answer is power redistribution. So right now, the people who have power in our country are the 1%. They own most of our large businesses, most of the rental stock in the country, and they own our politicians. I am in this race because the working class, those of us whose lives would fall apart if we stopped earning wages, those of us who can't afford a $400 emergency, and the young people for whom the economic situation is incredibly bleak, we do not have representation in DC. And I'm also running because those same wealthy people are killing the planet for profit. Dang. 
We are running out of time to deal with the climate crisis. The owners of Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't like picking sides here. I want you guys to have a free, open mind about everything. But it's kind of hard to push the climate change thing when you're in Wyoming, where we literally, literally, literally get blizzards so much in November, October, sometimes even September, and who knows when. So... This not this might not be the best place to push the whole climate change thing. Yeah, maybe if it was California, Florida, Antarctica. Yeah, she she should just run for Prime Minister of Antarctica, yes. Alright. Anyways. Continuing on. Now I'm not trying to push anything. I'm not trying to push any of my political views onto you guys. I want you guys to have a free, open minded opinion. If you all Want to know more about these debates and listen to them. Have your own free mind, guys. Don't listen to what everybody thinks. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of people... <laughs> a lot of people don't tell you the truth. I just tell you... I mean... I mean, I'm gonna give you... I'm gonna give you stuff that really makes sense. But I'm not gonna push anything on you guys. <sighs> okay. Follow us on Facebook at Rural Ranch. Podcast. Wait, not Rural Ranch. That's a radio network. Ah. Rural Wyoming podcast on Facebook, and uh, we might be getting Instagram too. You never know. Maybe I'm, I'm literally just kidding. Please don't come at me. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um. Anyways, best candidate from these debates right today. I like Donna Rice a lot, but uh, you guys decide who you like to do. Like, 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 like this podcast. Anyways, just follow me. I'm Isaac Richard on Facebook, so go follow me there. Also, Rural Ranch on Facebook is a pretty good uh push to follow us too. Anyways, I will see you in the next podcast, uh, which will be a um, Monday. So, yes. See you then. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Rural Wyoming podcast uh, today. This is our second episode of the uh, Wyoming Rural podcast. Um, yeah. Yesterday, or whenever you guys are listening, go listen to the last episode because we Take a look at, look at the uh, Republican primaries and Democratic primaries. So if you missed that, go go take a look and uh, go listen to it, and I'll wait for you. All right, you did it? All right, good. Okay, so. um, Yeah, how is everybody doing? Uh, I actually reached out to everybody uh, yesterday uh, from, from the debates. Even on the Democrat side, Republican side, everybody uh, for interviews, and uh, so we'll have to see how that goes. I love interviewing people. I actually uh, interviewed if you were working on my past podcast, the uh, Carmel County this morning. I actually interviewed a uh, 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 precinct committee man, uh, Gary Gilbert, in one of my interviews, which I hope I can actually interview him on this podcast. That that would be interesting, but um, yeah, but. Uh, Overall, I'm just hoping that uh, everybody enjoys the podcast. I sure do enjoy it. I got my own mic, so that's incredible. But you came here to listen to uh, what's the um, what is uh, the deal with uh, Wyoming. So, uh, rural Wyoming. Let's take a listen. Okay, folks. So, um, a lot of you people know that um, that uh, 
the Wyoming Cowboys football team. Why do you, even in the rural areas, uh, are probably Wyoming Cowboy football fans if you're from Wyoming. If you're not from Wyoming, why are you even listening? But if you are not, it's okay. But uh, they say that they're not gonna play conf. They're not gonna play out of conference games. So, uh, so that takes away us being able to beat Weber State five hundred to six. Okay, I was that was what I was looking for. Okay, I kind of root for the FCS teams. You don't know what the FCS teams are. They're smaller schools, but are still in Division One football. So there's uh, two divisions. There's the FBS. And there's the FCS in Division One. There's three divisions. Division Three is really small schools, and then behind that is community colleges and everything. But there's re- Division Three is really small schools. Division Two is schools that don't have the best sports athletic teams and are again small. Um, and Division One FCS is for smaller schools, and most of the time when you're in the FCS, there are teams from Montana. I follow a lot of the. Um, the Big Sky Conference uh, is who I follow a lot of Montana State, but uh, obviously we all follow the Wyoming Cowboys, and they're not gonna play the they're not gonna play con- out of conference games, which is interesting uh, because I mean, for this drive, I bet is what New Mexico or Nevada probably and. I mean, it's kind of interesting that they decided to do that, but maybe the border wars still happen, but one thing that we can is probably, probably guarantee is that there will be no fans, which means no rowdy college kids that are drunk in the border war, which, I mean, the border war is a pretty fun place to be at, but uh, hopefully that still happens and everything like that. While you're at it right now, Go ahead and follow me on Facebook at uh, Isaac Richard, and my uh, and this podcast Facebook is Royal Ranch, uh, because current, apparently Facebook wouldn't let me create an account like it said you have to have a real name, so it's just a rural podcast. So go follow us there. Um, it's Rural Wild Podcast. Okay, and make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, so another thing is today that we I encourage everybody here to support. Small businesses, do it. Um, I live actually in Kern County, so uh, when since of uh, Walmart, City Markets, King Supers, everything like that, they've mandated masks. I don't necessarily have a huge problem with masks. It's just really super, super hard to breathe in them. I just don't like. It's, it's kind of creepy. Okay, I always make this point. If we went into, if you went into a bank last year with a mask, a hoodie, and gloves on, they think that you were about to rob it. Now it's just normal, and that's that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. But um, yeah. But support your support your small businesses. I mean, I know that every county, and even cities and towns, have their own small. I go to the uh, Platte Valley, uh, Platte Valley uh, supermarket when I need to get stuff, and it's good. They don't mandate masks. Sometimes uh, it's it's always just a good place to go to. They got everything you need. They got different things. They got different brands than Walmart does, and uh, just supporting small businesses in general. I, when I get my haircut, I go to a small business. Okay, 
at least, uh, I guess there's a few chains of haircutting shops, but, uh, I, I go to that, uh, actually, it's LJ's Cuts down in, um, Saratoga, Saratoga, Wyoming, uh, I encourage you guys to do that, there's a lot of fun things to do in Wyoming, and a lot of small businesses to, uh, so support such as Bucks, Bucks, the restaurant, Cappy's. I go to Cappy's every week, Tuesday morning, get breakfast. It's awesome. I go with some older folks who know a lot more about Wyoming than I do, and that's who I learn from. I learn from older people and people who know a lot more about Wyoming than I do. Although I do know about Wyoming, I've lived here for 14 years, okay? And I know a decent amount, okay? I've been studying it for like six years, but I've been here for like uh, 10 years, but 14 years, I was kidding. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, to support your small businesses, there's a lot of small businesses to support, um, and here's the thing, a lot of small businesses, uh, have gone, actually gone out of business, uh, during this time, I'm sure you know that, but, and so, the big, the best way to support small businesses is just to go to them. And uh, hopefully all the small businesses in Wyoming are able to stay. I know even personally, you know, a few people that have had to shut down their small businesses. Which is, uh, that's sad. But it's the sad truth. And, uh, until this virus is over, which I'm hoping it will be. I live in Carbon County, and there's about 17 cases, I believe, in Carbon County. Uh, even up in Elk Mountain, Carbon County, which is about 200 people, I think, I believe. 150 people or something like that. Beautiful town. I just, I, I used to, and I still do, just go up there and walk for a while through the town. It's always so sunny and nice. But, um, anyways. Um, yeah, so there's, um, according to them, that, uh, the whole, like, the lady who runs the restaurant was catering a big event that was in the Elka Mountain area. And she got coronavirus. They had to cancel the event, which was going to have like 300 people attending it. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And so they had to cancel it. And, like, almost the whole town, because, you know, obviously when it's a small town, like 150 people, you're going to come to contact with one another on basically a daily basis. And so, like, half of the town is currently, excuse me, is currently in quarantine. But, yeah, that definitely, definitely, um, <clears throat> and if that's a small town, and, uh, just everybody pray for them up there. Everybody stay safe. We only have a few deaths, I think, even in the whole state of Wyoming. I think we have the least deaths, uh, maybe South Dakota or something. But, um, the strange thing is, uh, so this is off topic. We're ending the last topic. But, um, so, Governor Gordon, I see I see the strange thing. So, people of Wyoming, the... Shall I call them, um, what do you, uh, the people of Wyoming are, are comparing, uh, are saying when Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota, they're saying to, they say to Governor Gordon, this is Christy Nome of South Dakota, you should have done it like her. And when you go to South Dakota, the frontier Republicans or liberals or Democrats or whatever are like, you should have done it like Governor Gordon. I just find that kind of strange. <laughs> I find that strange indeed. But, alright, we actually have a few questions of the day. This one is from, this is from a Haley P. in North Dakota? No, no, Jackson. Okay. 
She says, uh, what, your prof, your, uh, the picture, which, where is that? Okay, so the picture is actually of Savory, Wyoming. Uh, it's a great place to go to. Small town. I just found the picture on the internet, actually. Um, I think it's a great picture to have as our, uh, rural Wyoming. That's a very rural town. Uh, but the definition of rural, uh, is actually, um, the definition of rural is actually indeed it's um uh ranches uh roan houses like I actually live in a rural area in the middle of nowhere and I love it our studio uh actually I'm, our studio is the outside Sinclair and it's a beautiful, beautiful view of everything. Uh, I'm in a small studio. I have my desk here, my computer on this side, my recording thing, and my mic. I don't even know what this recording thing is even called. It just starts broadcasting everywhere. Okay? But, um, I got my water ball too. Uh, it's just a great view to look outside when I'm talking to you guys and voicing my opinion and doing all that stuff. But, um... Yeah, make sure to share the podcast with everybody you know in Wyoming, because we need to get it out. We're already hitting 10 listeners, I believe, just on on the last podcast. Follow us on Facebook and do everything you can to support us. But, Wyoming, it is time for your choice, and that's our new segment on this is Your Choice, Wyoming. And let's get into today's choice is House District 47. That is, uh, so that serves all of Carp County except Rollins, because Rollins is a joke. And, uh, I'm, I'm just kidding, no, it's not, but, and, uh, also serves Rock River and, uh, beyond. I am actually in this, and I know for a fact, just off of the top of my head, I don't even have to look it up on my computer, I know, just for the, off of the top of my head, the candidates are Jerry Paxton and Joey Corrente. Is Jerry Steele? I don't think it's Jerry Steele. Maybe it's Jerry Steele, but I think the biggest candidates are Joey Corrente the fourth and Jerry Paxton, and this has been a very... Very, very emotional. Should I, I'm not even gonna say emotional. Um, thing throughout the throughout the year or whatever they've been running it for. Um, if you're from Wyoming, then you probably uh, you've actually probably heard of this. Uh, Joey Crete has actually made a name for himself uh, across the county uh, and even the state of Wyoming. And uh, I think he's a really good candidate for houses of. House, uh, District 47, uh, I don't think there's even any Democrats running for this position, I don't know for sure, if you guys, uh, want to correct me about anything, just leave a comment, and, uh, I'll take it, I'm, I'm white, I like criticism, actually, it shows me that I, I need a few things I need to shape up on, but, um, so, but, uh, I have a colleague, my, uh, Colleague is my editor, and he helps me out with stuff. And he uh, actually made a really great point yesterday. He said that um, he's a part of the Wyoming Conservative group. I'm not because I'm not 18 years old, and there's absolutely no reason I should be because I'm not 18. I can't even vote. So, uh, yeah, but uh, which is why, this is my slogan. I'm not 18. I'm just, I can't vote, so I'm not going to be voting for anybody. But I'm just telling you guys the facts, the news about all these candidates, so you guys can decide who you want to vote for. That's my slogan. But, uh, so he said he's part of the Wyoming Conservative group, and he says, Joey Corrente has been posting so much in this group about everything, and Jerry Paxton hasn't. 
And that's a very, very great point by him, I think. Uh, it's a very, very great point, actually, that if the Wyoming conservative people are... Because apparently, Gary Paxson says he's a conservative, but if there's actual listings of how they vote, and they give them a grade... 70% are up, I think, and that's the rhino test. If you go under 70% in voting with Republicans, then you're a rhino. And he was, I don't know, he was like 69 or 67%. Which, you know, isn't, isn't that bad, but it's definitely not bad at all. But he still, he doesn't post in the conservative thing. There's a lot of politicians in Wyoming who do, such as Joey Corrente. And uh, so it's just interesting about what, that's a good point. And if the Wyoming voters are seeing that, they may just choose just to vote in Joey Corrente for that House seat, realizing that he's more outspoken conservative. He says he's going to have a 99.9% .9 rate voting with the Republicans, I think. Is that what he said? I don't know. But, um, but yeah, and everything's going on right now with, uh, so, uh, everything's going on right now with so many po politics in everywhere, so that's why I like to open up today with the sports stuff, sports news and everything. A lot of people want to know What's going to happen with all that? But, uh, alright, that's going to be it for today's podcast, folks. I will see you in the next one. Have a great day. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Rural Ranch Podcast, and every Rural, Rural Wyoming Podcast. I'll see you then. I dug out. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Rural Wyoming Podcast. Uh, make sure you leave a thumbs up on this podcast. Let's see. The last one has almost 20 plays already, so, uh, that's that means we're doing good. Follow us on Facebook at Rural Wyo Rural Wyo, Wyo is in lower case. Uh, but uh, so yeah, go ahead, follow us there, and um, yeah, let's get into it. Today we're going to be talking about uh, talk about Euro election because the elections from August fifteenth to whatever are the big this year. All of the House districts, um. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, today we're going to be talking, it's so, we're so close to the elections, um, middle of August when they happen, you guys gotta get out and vote for your districts. Today, this one was suggested by a lot of people, apparently we have a lot of, uh, listeners from Albany County, which, um, is interesting, but, uh, it's also probably good, good news for, uh, for all of us. But, uh, today we're going to be covering the Wyoming House of Representatives District 45, and this covers, um... A lot of Albany County, um, you know, so, uh, but a uh, few all in this district, House District 45, your candidates are Jean Ann Garrison and Carly Provenencia, and Roxy Jackson Hensley is running on the Republican, so they're actually going to be... Last year, Democratic Charles Pelk Pelkey, he was Democratic, and he successfully got beat out of Roxy Jackson Hensley, who's running Hensley, who's running again this year. And uh, year before that, uh, Charles so appears Charles Pelkey is not going to run this year after he's been an incumbent for the incumbent. For the, well, anyways, he's been an incumbent for the past few years for this seat. I'm looking at Ballotpedia right now. 
a great website to uh, see everything. But before we get into more of this, it's uh, it's time to talk about something you all should do. Now, during this pandemic, uh, it's been tough to get out of the house lately. And if you got kids, or if you just uh, if you're just swine to tired of being cooped up, great place to go are your Wyoming state parks. Now, don't get me wrong, other state parks out of our state is awesome, but support our states. State parks. I will actually ride by one. As you can see, I actually changed my uh, our profile picture here on the on the podcast, and uh, I actually changed our profile picture here on the podcast. My dog. Uh, her name is Annie. She's a sheep dog. But and um, uh, oh, my mic fell down. Jeez, I'm still not good at this mic. I'm sorry. My apologies, folks. But uh, yes, anyways, um. Yes, go visit your state parks right now, guys. I went there this morning, actually. It is a beautiful, beautiful area to be at. Uh, I know a lot of some Seminole State Park is a super good one. Others like Fort Steele State Park and uh, others are good, too. Uh, I know that the Frontier Prison up in uh, in Laramie, it's a good place to go. I've been there, too. So, But uh, just support all of your state parks, you know. But, uh, continuing on. Okay. But, yeah, if you want to get out today, go out and go to your state parks. Alright, so this is our third episode of this, and I'm excited. And it's uh, going to be a good one because we're talking about House District 45. This is covering Albany County. And, um, uh, hmm. Let's uh, go ahead and have a quick... And today on the show we have a special guest. We have a member of, uh, actually a member of the town of Carpenter, Wyoming, which is a look it up on uh, Wikipedia. It's a census. Uh, apparently, it's a census designated place in Carpenter, Wyoming. Oh, Carpenter, Wyoming. I do not know why I just said it like that, but um, uh, but yeah, continuing on. So uh. Yes, so, uh, John, he sent me a voice message, which you can do here on Anchor or wherever you get your podcast. Send me a voice message, and I will play it. And this, this is from John, so, uh, let's go ahead and play it. Uh, hello, uh, Isaac, if this is on your show, I'm, uh, I'm John, I'm from, uh, Carpenter, Wyoming, and, um, I just think that we need more, um, uh, we need more uh, Republicans in office, uh, especially in this uh, district of uh, Wyoming. This is Wyoming. I want to just, you know, stay uh, the first day, and I just don't want to go to go to go to pits. Okay, thank you, John, for sending me that again. Everybody should send me some uh, some things. About anything you want me to add, have done, uh, send me a voice message just like John just did. Hopefully, uh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, send me a voice message. But anyways, I do completely agree, John. This area, this district, has been Democrat for since 2012, and that's completely that should not be how it goes. Every two years, which means that. Uh, there's been too many Democrats in office in this one area. But, uh, 
there has been a lot of Democrats, and that might be the way of uh, of how it turns this this uh, this this month as well, or uh, or whatever happens. I mean, you gotta get out and vote, but the Republicans, it appears, no one's really coming up for this seat, even in the Republican Party. Overall, uh, only, which might I say, isn't much of a surprise that uh, the Democrats are. In this because it covers Laramie. Um, it does cover Laramie, and uh, that's only unincorporated towns are, are all around this place. But uh, yeah, it mostly just covers uh, it covers Laramie on the end. So it's no, it's no, um, uh, it's no uh, surprise that there's a lot of Democrats. They're gonna be. I do believe that Democrats will gain office again. Uh, no, I'm not supporting them, but I do think they're going to get it again just because of, of uh, where everything's uh, going on in this county. I think it's become more Democrat. Actually, uh, it's college town. That's just how it's going to go. Almost every college is a liberal college, and that when that comes into tax, then Laramie covered is the biggest city in most of this, um, in most of this, uh, most of this county. But uh, so, anyways, all right. We're gonna have a talk. Let's have a talk. Alright, so so that was your coverage of District 45. Again, thank you for the question, John. Um and now support your uh rural towns because this is called rural Wyoming, obviously. We're gonna have a special where we cover a one rural town every episode. Also a special announcement, I will not be uh this will be our last episode until I'm gonna drop one on Sunday. Uh, no Saturday night because I will be actually uh I got a whole bunch of things to do this week. Politics involved with a bunch of other things, speaking of things. And um so I'm gonna be gone and I'll upload the next episode, so we're gonna miss the Friday episode, I think. But uh no, we're gonna miss the Friday and Wednesday Wednesday and Friday episodes and then we'll be back uh for Saturday and I'll drop one on I will as well. Pulling out on Sunday night, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna actually go on a trip to uh, South Dakota or North Dakota, North Dakota, I think. To uh, and then I will be gone all week, and so I'll, uh, it's gonna be. If you guys don't see any podcasts, who knows? I might do the podcast on the road. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But yes, we need to continue on and talk about today's unincorporated town of the week. Now, if you want to get into this, boys. And girls and men and women, your town actually has a population of less than one thousand. Uh, I mean, <laughs> most towns in Wyoming consider ten thousand or less a town, but one thousand or less is what we're gonna go for. And today's town of the week—I mean, town of the episode—is. Butter the butter the butter the bum, Huntley, Wyoming. Congratulations to you all. What about a little bit about this? County. It's in Goshen County, Wyoming, uh, United States. Population and the population was thirty at the last two thousand ten census, but uh, they expect to actually grow. They expect to actually grow. The twenty twenty census uh, says it's at about thirty seven or forty or forty three. So that's that's good news. And uh, history of this is around nineteen hundred. A fund a fund established by wealthy European philanthropist Baron Marcy. I'm not even gonna say his name. It's very hard to say. Anyways, 
this town is mostly an unincorporated town. Only 30 people, but there's still plenty of people here at, uh, it used to be like most towns, it used to have, uh, grocery stores and stuff, but now it just has a few houses and a small a gas station in it, and, uh, but the, the picture is actually a really beautiful picture of, uh, that was taken in 2012 by probably 2010 by the, probably the census people, because they just go around stalking people, hanging stuff, taking pictures. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have anything against them, but it's just kind of weird. Um, uh, just the other day, I was thinking... Why didn't my dog bark at them? Like, use my dog barks at everybody. Like, one certain neighbor that we have, the dog will bark at every single time. Even when we go to visit him in his own house, he will. The dog will bark at him. It's insane. It's it's insane. And uh, our dog didn't bark at the census people. I was like, "What are you doing? They didn't even bark at the census people." But anyways, yeah. yeah. Huntley Post Office. Oh, yes, they have a post office. So that means they're a town. Bang, baby. So they have a post office. So congratulations to them. Huntley, congratulations to you. I'd, uh, who knows, one day I might just do a podcast from Huntley, Wyoming. All right, folks. This is the end of the podcast to watch order uh, than our usual ones. But like I said, I'm going to be busy all week. So um, my editor just told me that I should probably drop an episode tomorrow. Tuesday morning, or Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday morning, which I think is a great idea. Thank you so much to my editor, Drew. And, uh, yes, that's a great idea. We're gonna do that. Uh, we're gonna do that. Uh, so tomorrow, you get a special today, tomorrow, and then we'll, uh, and then until, and after that, we're, uh, I'll see you guys on Saturday night for then. For all of us here at Wyoming, Rural Wyoming, have a great day in rural Wyoming because, you know, everything's going on right now in the world. Everything's so gosh darn crazy. You need to get out of the house a little bit and go to one of our amazing, amazing, amazing national parks. So you should all do that right now. Stay intact, folks. Do it. It's just, uh, it's been a crazy week. And uh, tomorrow, we're going to be covering a different district and a different town. So, what town? Put your town in on our Facebook at uh, Rural Wyo. What? W-Y-O. And, uh, and we might just pick it. We'll see you in the next episode. Have a great week in Rural Wyoming.